Chocolate girls in the house. Tom Wishon is here. And I think we got Donovan in the building too. I think Donovan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, okay. I'm trying to get my camera set up, man. So, okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I'll, I'll be I'm, I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm here to talk to you. the show off. The, uh, the chocolate girl, you know, she was uh, enjoying herself last week. Her son turned 28. She was having a party. You understand? So she wanted to come back and she didn't appreciate our list from last week. She had to come with her list and let us know. Well, let's hear him, chocolate girl. Oh, sicky, sicky now. All right. I'm glad to be back with y'all. Uh, thank y'all for that excused absence for, the, for last Tuesday. 
but you know, can't nothing beat childbirth. So that's that's the biggest day of the year. So uh, you got, I think last last week y'all did y'all did the top five NBA finals and the top ten players in the NBA. Isn't that right? Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna start with this top ten. I think y'all did the finals first, right? Yeah. And so I, I took time, went back and listened to all of y'all's top 10, top five, I'm sorry, top five, not 10, NBA finals. And I was like, wow, those are some good ones, but I like my list better. So just to recap <laughs> for the people who were not listening, who were, you know, might have missed last week, Ron said his number one was the Cavs Warriors from 2016. Of course, you know, a lot of y'all picked that because the Cavs beat the Warriors and everybody wants the Warriors to lose. Guru picked the Cavs, Golden State, 2016. Zara picked the 91 Bulls, their first one. And uh, Dennis picked the 2010 Lakers-Celtics, where the Lakers uh, beat, got their revenge on the Celtics. And he said that was the greatest finals he had ever seen in his life. Which I thought I thought that was great. Um, you know, anytime Lakers get to shine, I'm happy. So here's my top five finals of all time. Number five, 2006 Miami Heat over the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Um, D Wade was the MVP. He had 34 eight and four for the series, and Dallas was favored in that series, but they won anyway. He came back from being down zero two, and is one of the greatest finals performance of any player ever one of not the but one of it's up there so that's my number five number four the, 90, <coughs> the 96 bulls versus the sonics that was a good that was a good match that was good that was the first finals that um that they that jordan won after his father passed away so the iconic photo of him falling on the ground crying in the locker room all of that, that was that series. And uh, it was on Father's Day, very emotional. I remember crying myself watching it. I just I just thought it was a fantastic finals anyway. It was hard fought and it was a good finals. Number three, um, to borrow from Dennis, the 2010 Lakers Celtics, they won 83-79 in that last game. It was, um, <laughs> it was one of the greatest finals I've ever seen. It's not the, but it's one of the, the greatest ever. It was the first time that the Lakers beat the Celtics in seven games. Every time they went to, with the Celtics before that uh, to game seven, they always lost. So it was the first time they got over that hump. Um, they beat, they whooped the Suns to get there. I mean, everything about that was great. They got revenge for the 2008 loss. Uh Kobe had 23, 15, and two, and one steal in that game. So his numbers weren't terrible numbers like somebody I heard somebody say, which is bull crap. Are we just talking about a shooting a, percentage? It was a great finals, and it was my number three. Number two, 1988 Chicago Bulls versus Utah. Jordan's last in the Bulls uniform. That is still the most watched finals ever in, as a series. I don't know if y'all know that. Got more views than any finals ever in the history of the NBA. The GOAT. Haven't found that. Um, 
everybody knows about his final shot. Everybody knows how they had to come back to win that game. Everybody knows about that. It was just a great finals. But the number one finals, you know what? Can I guess? I mean. No, you can't guess, Art. I've heard, I've actually heard pro analysts say that this is the number one finals of all time. It's the time 80s too, Lakers so finals, I bet. Go ahead. It is, it is the, it's the 1980 Lakers versus 76ers final with the 32-year-old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the captain. He was the league MVP that season, and he was leading the Lakers game game uh, five. He got hurt like midway through the game. Went in the locker room for a while. He came back, led the Lakers to a, a game five win to go up 3-2. Then game six, they ruled him out for game six because he played on that sprained ankle in game five. So he couldn't even make the trip to Philly. But Magic Johnson wasn't having none of that. Rookie Magic Johnson was having none of that defeat. Everybody said, well, the Lakers can't win without Kareem. Can't win without Kareem at all. Rookie said, nah. So uh, I think it was Westfall was his coach. I, I think, I can't remember. But um, he put him in at center, brought uh, Cooper off the bench to, at the start, which is a rare was a rare occurrence at the time. Magic put a stat line of 42, 15, and seven. He was perfect from the, from the free throw line. He had three steals and a block. Uh, Daryl Dawkins on the on the on the Sixers was was held to just 14 points, and this is a score. Daryl Dawkins was a score. He was held to 14 points, so they played superior defense. Dr. J had 27, but it was not enough. You know, the Phillies had Dr. J, Daryl Dawkins, Maurice Chiefs, Bobby Jones, and Caldwell Pops Jones. He they had all of them on that team. They could not defeat the Lakers. It was just a fantastic final series um it was it's the greatest i've ever seen he magic johnson played all five positions he's a six nine point guard but he played all five positions as a rookie show leadership show what he was all about and willed them to win and beat the great philadelphia 76ers and for me that is still the finest execution of basketball in a finals i have ever seen in my life so that's my list. Better than y'all's. Okay. <laughs> so then y'all asked for um, the top, I think it was the top five or ten. Is it top ten. Five? Top, top ten. ten in the NBA right now. <laughs> so this list was not very hard for me. I only had to cross out the name once. So my number ten is Jason, Jason Tatum. Number nine is Joe Kick even though it was hard for me to put him at nine. I really had him at 12 before, but I'll go ahead and give him nine. Number eight was Dame Lillard. Number seven, Kawhi Leonard. Six, Joel Embiid. Five is AD. About four is LeBron James. Three is Steph. Two is Giannis. And one is KD. That's the damn list. But what y'all talking about. All that arguing and mess y'all did last week didn't make no sense. Y'all, y'all I agree with your, t- I agree with your top two. Hey, hey, Sharon, you know something, Sharon? I don't appreciate yes. you just coming in here with this late-ass list and then telling us we ain't shit with our list. We are good with our list, all right? Wait, that was my list. I just wasn't here to present it. I know, I know, I know. Okay. 
I know. Well, that was my list then. I, was, I didn't change nothing. You did good with your top two. Wait a minute, Shaman. Where you put and be? My whole list is bomb. My list is bomb. <laughs> the usual bomb. word. Bomb. Guru, you making that face, man? You got some comments, concerns about that, or what? Uh, he didn't no. like. He didn't, he didn't like LeBron at four. I know that already. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not no, even no, that no. LeBron is at four. But what's his name? Is the head of LeBron? Please, come on. Who? Curry. KD. Curry didn't even make the playoffs. I agree with you. Actually, I agree. Curry with doesn't you. even have a Finals MVP, bro. The question, the question wasn't who was the best team; it was the best player. Right. That's all I say. And it was the best. And Curry's not a better player than and LeBron. You was mad. You was mad at, at me because I put LeBron at ten. If you want, yeah, you LeBron at ten. You're nuts. I, I, I know. I know you. How you put LeBron at ten? I, I know That's you was drinking some cold forty five last week, so I wasn't too mad at you. I wasn't drinking no cold forty five. <laughs> or something, something, something they got in South. Or, or I, I did, I did one of Guru's numbers last week because every time we do a list, he got a tie at the top. So I tied it with Kawhi and LeBron. That's what I did. Yeah, I saw that. I <laughs> thought that was that was hilarious. come on, man. You that got, was the funniest come on, Stephen A. Smith. You got to be more original, Stephen. Hey, hey, listen. Sometimes when you see things happening, a lot of times you know what you just got to let that guy know exactly how it feels. For you to be him. That's all I have to do. Hey, my man, your, your boy is Ernest, right? Yeah. He said that Code 45 is good. <laughs> hey, it is, man. Modelo uh, Don, baby. I don't, I don't we, really discriminate against any beers, man. So We got Modelo Donovan in the building. Um, He got his Raiders gear on. I wish him nothing but the best this season. That's all I'm going to say. Um. Time for us to get into the best part of the show, man. Our trash ass players. I'm ready. Ron, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start it off, man. You look too excited. Who, me? No, Ron. 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 Oh, Ron. Donovan, get your ears clean when you're on the show. Because you uh, can't hear a damn. You and Zar must be a West Coast thing. Y'all can't hear shit. Neither one of I got Chris. I bet you see you talking louder than that. I got Chris Paul as a trash ass. I understand. He didn't even get it out. He laughed so much. <laughs> I got Chris Paul because when when they got beat in the finals, he did not shake the other team's hand. He went straight to the locker room. He's the modern day Isaiah Thomas. Right. Yep. Yeah, he on my list too for that same reason, Ron. So that's not why he's on my list. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady did it twice in a row, and nobody said a word. No, I said something about no, it. No, they did. We did both say something. Times it was against the Nick media Foles. didn't really, I said didn't something. really expound on it too much. He only do we that said, shit to Lil' Kim. We said something about it on this show. On this show? <laughs> on this show, we say something about it. Yeah, we did. I don't know what they're doing on the other shows, Patty Cake and Thomas. I'm Patty Cake Thomas around right here. Uh, who wanted to go next? Patty Cake. Guru, you got one for you, Guru? I got one, nah. You have have a a trash-ass player? Hold on, Sharon says she had one. Hold on, hold on. Sharon says she had one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You you asked Guru, so go ahead. I'll go if y'all don't want to go. No, he asked Guru to go, so I'm going to respect that. Go ahead, Mr. Guru. Okay, Uh, it's no big deal. Anybody wants to go, so I have no problem with that. Well, I, I got a tie. Uh, for for trash ass play, I got uh, Mr. Greg Popovich, I got uh, uh, I got KD, and I got uh, uh, Dollar Dame, because you know Popovich, you know it, it's been rumored that he's got this beef with the players 
that he wants to play San Antonio style play and they want to play a more ISO type ball play. And, you know, my belief is that when you're a coach, you have to adapt to the talent that you have. And unfortunately, Popovich, you know, has seemingly ever since Kawhi turned left on him, he's he's forgot that a little bit because he, you know, the guy's got five chips, so he knows what he's doing. He's not an idiot. But if he loses this uh, and he doesn't get that goal for the USA, a lot of people are going to be all over him. He's going to seem like an idiot because, you know, yeah, I, I, I was very disappointed in uh, KD. If you're the best man on the, the planet, so to speak, that people want to, you know, put him on their list. Well, first of all, you don't shoot an air ball to lose, to knock your team out of the playoffs. That's that's the first thing you don't do. Even if, if Dennis does have a problem with me saying that I never shot an air ball. So I shot one. Big deal. But the, the but also, you know, <laughs> but but even more importantly than that, you know, the, the bottom line is, you know, I, he he got in foul trouble, but he he shot more, he took more shots than anybody uh, on the Olympic team that game. So even though you got in foul trouble and you was limited as far as your minutes, you was chucking up the ball as much as you could. Okay. And then Dame, Dame, I played the clip where he was falling over his feet, you know, couldn't even catch a pass because he can't stay on his feet. Well, yo, we, I don't want to, according to Stephen A. Smith, I don't want to play with nobody. Well, we see why you don't want to play with anybody. Because unless you're taking 50 shots, you're not that effective. So right. that's that's a big problem. You know, you got to be able to play team ball, too. Um, and, and, it's, and, 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 and this nonsense about, oh, the other teams are getting better, that's a bunch of BS. First of all, who do they have on that team? I mean, you know, they, they had uh, Rudy Gobert who basically got knocked out in the second round because he couldn't stay, he couldn't guard a small player, and they ran him off the court in L.A., uh, the Clippers did, and and what's his name, the coach, uh, what's uh, Quinn Snyder, Quinn Snyder didn't have enough common sense or didn't have the guts to take him out. So that's why they lost. Then you have Nicholas Platoon, who, you know, he's a good player, but he's, you know, more of like a journeyman. And then uh, who else they had? They had one more player. I'm trying to think who, who was the third player on that team. Um uh, let's see, uh, Platoon, Cormier. Oh, and Evan Cormier, who outscored Dane, outscored uh, Middle, Middleton, outscored uh, KD, all combined. He had 28 points. And, and I mean, just just lit him up. And he couldn't, he, like somebody said, he couldn't hit the broad side of a basket when he was with the Celtics. And he's not a bad player, but he's not a great player. Come on, man. Yeah, well, I mean, this I, is, I mean, this is this is who you this is who you get this is who you get your ass kicked by, Evan Cormier. I mean, come on, man. That's that's embarrassing. So yeah, they they definitely my trash players. Um, also, I got one more uh, trash player, and I'm gonna give it to uh, what's his name, um, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins is a trash ass player because he got all in his feelings when Jalen Rose came on on first take, you know, I guess basically subbing for Stephen A. Smith. Mm -hmm. And he's, he, I guess at some point, he let it be known that he was disrespected by Jalen Rose. Now, Stephen A. Smith, who kind of perpetuates this, treats Max Kellerman like he ain't even a person. Everything he says is not void. Everything he says, you know, I can't, I can't even, I can't even give you credit. Like, why did he even have him on the show? The one thing, I, I never liked the other clown that was on the show, but at least he stood up for himself. But the bottom line is, if, if Kendrick Perk, if you had a problem with what Jalen Rose says, then what about when you come and you disrespect Max Kellerman the same way Stephen A. Smith does it? 
it's okay when the joke's on somebody else, but hey, he calls your clothes a little funny, and he said a few other little, you know, snide, you know, Michigan type, you know, jokes on him. And then you got in your feelings, and you got to go to management. Come on, <laughs> man, we've seen what management did to all of those beautiful sisters. None of them is working there. Carrie Champion, uh, what's the other, the young, the, the other young lady who's talked about the president? I'm at Jamel Hill. I mean, you know, we've seen how ESPN, who claims that they're this Disney, and you know, you got to be above reproach. You know, you can't mess with them, man. So going to management and doing something like that, that's that's childish. That's something you got to handle behind closed doors. If you didn't like what he said and you want to just, 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 you know, say something, you pull him to the side and you say that. But Jalen Rose to have to make a public apology in light of the fact he's already had a DWI. And, you know, you just don't want to, as a brother, you don't want to have to keep doing that to people because you're going to affect their livelihood. You know, we see the, the young lady who had a lot to say. She's still doing her show. But, uh, you know, like I said, those other beautiful sisters, where are they at? And I don't care if they left on their own. When you when you leave a place like ESPN, you, you can only go down. You usually don't go up. You know, uh, you know what's his name? You know, uh, he, he actually did kind of, you know, at least make a parallel move. But not many people. When you're doing a podcast after you was on ESPN, that's not that's not an upward move. So my, Kendrick Perkins, all you had to do is take him to the side and, and talk to him and say, hey, bro, you know, I thought you was over the line. That's fine. But you can't do it to Max. And then when he does it to you, you know, I don't see Max crying about nothing. So to me, Kendrick Person, excuse me, Kendrick Perkins was a T.A. player, no doubt. I agree with you 100%. I had it on my list, too. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, Zar. Well, I mean, Guru actually had all mine, so I'm going to leave the Olympic team alone, as disgusted as I am in them. And then I thought he was going to steal my other one because he did bring up ESPN. But I'm going to keep it on ESPN and just single out Maria Taylor. And, and agree, you know, and I love ESPN. I grew up with ESPN. So it sucks that behind closed doors and who's running it, unfortunately, is still with the bullshit. But, you know, this this go, this go happens with Rachel Nichols. She's still on there doing her thing like ain't nothing happened. You know, everybody's still on their show supporting her. Yet they can't come to an agreement, which probably meant they didn't want to pay Maria Taylor what she's worth. Thus forced her to leave instead of firing her and looking bad. Oh, it was contract negotiations. So I'm leaving. They, they didn't want her there. I mean, we already know why we already know whose side they're going to choose. So I, you know I what, thought, not to interject. I think, I think Sharon, we talked about this and Sharon, Sharon called, called this out. Oh so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, 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 but now that what's done is done. Like now we, we see exactly what unfolded instead of embracing her, for the bull she had to put up with and what was said, and she didn't say a damn thing about it, didn't get upset. She went about her business, yet they can't sign this woman to a contract to what she's due and to have this woman on ESPN. Like Guru said, that's the job. But, you know, yet they, Rachel Nichols is still doing her thing. And then this, this woman had to leave to find out, you know, more employment, you know, which technically most of the time is not, uh, upward move you're lucky if it's a parallel move so for me you know i'm disappointed in espn as this continues and continues they just don't get it 
and to me is it was just a bunch of bull and and i respect her for her professionalism but they're they're trash trash ass and i'm glad there's other networks because i'm slowly starting to watch other networks like nba tv nfl network you know one time all we had yeah, i mean that's what i typically do so right so All right. Well, okay, I'll go. All right. So I had um I had ESPN on there for the same reasons as Guru. And uh Ron, I had the same things that, that you had on there too. But here's one. Um I don't like passive aggressive people, right? Everybody that knows me know I am a straight to the point. If you got a problem with a person, you just you just go to the person and talk about it. I don't make public passive aggressive statements if I have a problem with an individual. I go to the individual, right? So right. My, one of my trash ass players is everybody who is passive aggressive either in sports or otherwise. Everybody. In sports or out, outside of sports. But in sports in particularly, I was thinking about Aaron Rodgers because all this passive aggressive behavior and Hints and hits in social media and doing stuff. Are you coming? Are you not? And all that stuff that he's been pulling over the past several weeks. I don't like that. Of course, now he, he has agreed. Like I told y'all, he would. He will be in a Packers uniform in the fall, like I said. But uh, so that's changed within the past 24 hours. But when I wrote this list, it was last Friday. So uh no actually it was uh sunday it was sunday night so um yeah he was on that list um also some of the some of the things there's another certain nba player that hints a lot in social media rather than talking about the real issue and going to the person but i'm not even gonna mention his name right now i think we all know who that is but my thing is, if you you need to stop dropping hints, if you're a grown ass man, stop dropping hints to social media. If you got a problem, go to the person and talk to them about it. My next trash ass player was the Indiana Fever. I don't know if y'all watching the WNBA, but but I am. I'm enjoying it too. But the Indiana Fever waved Lauren Cox. Lauren Cox. I don't know if y'all know who she is. She is a. Um, he was num went number three in the 2020 draft 2020 which means she's only played two seasons and they waived her and uh she played in 2020 she got COVID she came back she got a knee injury her rookie season and then this season she got another knee injury and then this season after that knee injury she missed the first four games of the season and she hasn't performed that well, but this is just her second season. And her first season was in COVID. And you waver, and she was a number three pick in the draft. So it's not like she's a bum. You know, it just didn't make any sense. And the Indiana Fever, they're like in last place. They're like the worst team in the WNBA. They can ill afford to be waving lottery pick players, lottery right. players. I mean, just it, it just doesn't make any sense. And so the, the WNBA world is like stunned. They're like, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, really? She had a there was nothing un there was nothing nothing underlying like anything nothing. else. Nothing. There's that nothing. Make any sense. No I couldn't find anything like there's some backstory anywhere or anything. Nothing. And that's it. 
I just don't nobody everybody's like baffled. Everybody's baffled by it. So um yeah, I'm just still wondering what what the hell is going on with that. So I'm gonna pay attention to it because I think like you like you suggested or alluded to, Donovan, there might be something that we just haven't heard about because the right. actions just don't add up. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't add up at all. Third trash ash player player i'm going to say is the media uh, i'm a member of the media but i'm mad at the media right now because of the big deal everybody was making i have to bring this up again i know dennis has mentioned this a couple of times last week but the big deal they've been making about this richard sermon sherman incident yet they are still not saying anything about chad wheeler and if you remember chad wheeler former NFL lineman with the Seattle Seahawks was the last place he was at, literally beat his girlfriend and choked her out twice, held her like captive for a while, thought he killed her, even ended up saying to her, oh, you still alive? And all of that. And he's charged with all these, you know, charges, but nobody is talking about it still just because he's not famous. I don't give a darn if he was un virtually an unknown person on earth. Right. You just did this to a woman. You did this. And you were 300 pound athlete. And, no and nobody's talking about it. His case just got pushed back to October. Don't know why they keep continuing the case. That's not coming out. But now his case was, is instead of having a hearing in July, now it's pushed back to October. But I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to keep talking about it because it needs to be talked about. And people need to be clutching pearls and saying, oh, my gosh, and doing uh, doing a podcast and final takes about Chad Wheeler rather than doing it on Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is going to be all right. We know his character as far as the public is concerned. We've seen it for the past several years. We know what he's really all about. Had a bad night and beat up a door, so what? He didn't, he didn't even beat it up. He just banged on it. So what? This man banged on a woman. So isn't a woman's life and well-being more important than a freaking door? I would hope so, that people value women more than a freaking door. So I'm really, I'm really upset with the media right now about this because it is a story. And for them to not be reporting on it as if it's not a story, it is a story and it needs to be talked about. So that's where I'm at. Trash. Let me let me just interject something. Um, as far as uh, uh, Lauren Cox, I believe she got picked up by the uh, Los Angeles Sparks. So yes. that's a, you know it's a good yes. thing for her. It's a yeah. you know I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, Derek Fisher. I'm not a big fan of Derek Fisher, but you know, hopefully she can have a new start in, in, in uh, with an organization that has won before. And as far as uh, Mr. Uh, Chad Wheeler, one of the reasons why he's probably all his continuance is because he's claiming, you know, insanity or you know, sickness, and you know, in terms of uh, the reason why he did what he did, you know, manic depressive. He didn't have his me medication, so a lot of times when they have this, you know, you got to bring in all these medical doctors and things like that. Obviously, um, we hope that that's not a reason that he gets off, but in the event that it is, that's that's where they're going with this. 
Yeah, I, I don't really want to hear none of that stuff. You know, uh, when he in jail, we'll make sure, you know, somebody in jail could be his, uh, mm. you know, somebody to talk to for him and make sure he gets medicine on time. Uh, other than that, you need to go to jail for what you did. That's that's it. That's the bottom line. I ain't trying to hear nothing that you go through things and none of that. No, you need to go to jail. You, try, you almost killed the woman. You need to go to jail. But my trash-ass player... Um, I'm also gonna say the media, not the whole media, but uh, just the one that that called Deion Sanders uh, Deion and not called him Coach Prime. Uh, you know, like that's that's real disrespectful. He said, hey, "You don't call Nick Saban Nick, so don't call me Deion." And the guy went ahead and did it again. Like, don't tell me what to do. I'll call you Deion. And then Deion got him and walked right. off. And everybody right. was upset that Deion walked off. No, you need to be upset wow. that the guy. Disrespect to Dion. I'm sorry, Coach Brown. Just disrespect to Coach Brown. That is my trash is playing. The other one I got is Chris Paul. Now, the reason I'm mad at Chris Paul is because they lost four straight and Chris Paul ain't show up. That's the reason I'm mad at Chris Paul. You know, his turnovers was costing them more than him actually playing. So... I know I said it last week. I'm saying it again this week. I listen. I am upset with him. Um, only way I see him getting back to the finals is if he he actually joined the Super Friends. You know, if they make <laughs> the Super Friends happen. Um, but Phoenix going back to the finals, I don't think it's going to happen. I believe they're going to be very competitive. They're going to have a good, you know, good seasons. But I don't think they're going back to the finals. I think this was his last chance at 36 years old. So, I want to get to these certified players. Anybody got any more trash? I got a certified. I got some trash. I got some trash. Donovan and Sean got to give their trash-ass players. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, It's the same shit every year. You don't want to be a Packer. They They give you something to calm you down, and then you're a Packer again. My whole thing is if you have an issue, you need to go ahead and address it. And stop taking that shit publicly every year and embarrassing the team that you're going to play for. Um, secondly, my second the last my, did that. My second trash class player, and is I wouldn't I would consider them a group is the NBA. Why the hell would y'all put that ref in to 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 ref that game? And you know this man is 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 Owen and the twelve Owen thirteen versus this referee or when his referee is is a referee. It's like Amen. I get everybody. Everybody being pissed off with Chris Paul, but when you come to a situation and you don't see like there's a win, then it's kind of like it's kind of a pointless ordeal. Now, this is probably one of the most important basketball games of his career, and they got the referee that he can't win against fucking refing the game. That already ref the finals game, by the way. He's already so were the there game. were there any questionable calls in that game? Yes. Uh, yes. That, that, yes. The, the one they yes. overturned. The one they overturned in the baseline. Are you serious? How and many times did, has ever been called? He got, uh, hey, I'm right not man. They've gotten away with a lot of fouls earlier in the playoffs. Right. 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 He you're not listening to me. You're saying, you're saying he lost because of the ref. 
But what you got to understand is if he already refed one of these finals games, you have umpteen referees. You don't let that be in, you don't let this be in the conversation of why he lost because that referee was coaching. You don't Preach. even do it. Preach. You don't do it. You just don't let him ref, period. That's trash shit by the NBA, period. That's what they one of my trash players. That's it. Why make, why make that an issue? Why make that an issue? You're 100% right. Why make it, why make it controversial? Why? Alleviate. Come on, bro. Right. I get it. But the day, I mean, like, I guess, are you done with this? Are you done with this? I don't want to interrupt. You done? Go ahead, bro. Yeah, never take my time. I'm not anymore. Nah, basically, I'm going with Chris Paul. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, that's a valid point, but you still lost four in a row, bro. Just to Dennis's point, you still lost four in a row, man. And and you didn't show up in some of those games, so unfortunately, uh, my trash ass player is Chris Paul. Like the guy, but he's a dirty ass player, and you know he deserved everything he got. Man, he lost the finals. He didn't show up. Right, like well, didn't show it up. What it is? That's like, how like Laker fans. I'm far from a Laker fan. I'm, a I'm far from a Laker fan. Some of them hate him because he's LeBron James' friend. I'm far from a Laker fan, brother. Nobody hate him because he's LeBron's friend. I hate Laker fans. Some people do. Like I said, I'm not a Laker fan. Uh, no, everybody, everybody expected that man to win a ring after they beat LeBron and them. That's what it was, and that's not I the didn't. case. I didn't expect him to win nothing. I didn't expect him to win. You ain't never heard not, me say that. As soon as the Lakers went out, I was going to pick the Clippers to beat him. I ain't never said that I expected him to win. Right. I, I said from the beginning said, he wasn't winning. Dennis did. I, Dennis did. I said this is his best chance. I I said this is his yeah, best chance. It's his best chance because it was his only chance. <laughs> this is, I, said, I said this is his best chance. Your best chance is your only chance. I get it. Now, now Donovan, you got any trash ass players? I just said it was. It was Chris Paul. Oh, my fault. So, Ryan, let's get to the certified. Be nine groups. I'm not picking up stuff in the offseason. Tell him. My certified player is Monty Williams. He went into the Bucks locker room and congratulate the Bucks. After the Buck, the Buck, the Bucks just stumped them out <laughs> in the finals. That leadership right there, in my opinion. People criticized him for that too. Hey, uh, they hey I might be wrong. Hold on, I might be wrong. But did Giannis call him to come to the locker room? No. I heard that. No. Okay. The man went into that locker room like a leader to show everybody, look, yeah, that bus I would tell, okay, I can be a leader and go in there and congratulate them like a man. So. Hey, damn sure it was better than Isaiah. I give you that. Well, uh, what you guys are? Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick to, well, we kind of hit these, but on the other side of it, I'm a, a props to Maria Taylor. You know, I talked about what she went through and how, how she was the bigger person the whole time and props to her watching her on the Olympics, got a job right away at NBC. And I think she's going to be just fine. Um, you know, so it's good to see the sister land right on her feet. Soon as the bull, you know, the bull crap happens, 
and uh, got a nice gig with the Olympics. And I'm sure after the Olympics, she'll be a regular on NBC. And uh, so props to her. And then my last quick one that Guru brought up um, is, is speaking of Fournier, it's funny. It's like how stuff comes into play because he was just in the news before that game. He's a free agent. He's requesting to get 18 million a year. So he's obviously not going to get that in Boston. They actually said the Knicks are very interested. And so the fact that he put that out there and then had the game he had against the Olympic team, you know, props to him kind of like put up or shut up. Are you worth it? I mean, I don't think he's worth 18 million, but again, props to him. He beat us down and go get your money. You know, I mean, Hey, so, you know, props to him for that. Okay, Guru. Uh, what's uh, this? What's certified. Your, oh, certified. Okay, all right. Um, I think I'll start off with this uh, obscure young lady. Um, what's her name? Okay, I'm gonna go with this. Uh, I, I heard this story and I saw it a little bit last night on ESPN, and uh, it was a Alaskan teen, uh, Lydia Jacoby. She uh, pulled up a shocking uh, upset, the 100 meter. Uh, breaststroke and what what I really loved about it was the fact that they showed a picture of all her peeps out in Alaska and you know a lot of times when you're you know that that person and you make it and you're and and you come from a a, I'd say an obscure place you got a lot of haters out there because we got that's all unfortunately you know with social media and things of this nature the the world we live in there's a lot more hate than love but everybody who was there was pulling for this young lady and they just exploded for this Alaskan young lady. And I thought that was a, a beautiful story. So she certainly um, is worthy of a prime time player. You know, you, I'm sure, you know, I think she was only the 10th uh, Alaskan player to have uh, born person, born person to, um, to win a medal at the, at a summer Olympic. So that's, uh, that puts you in, you know, very rarefied air. So give, Give Miss Lydia all the credit in the world. And this one is going to be a little controversial because just before I came on the air, I, I was listening to ESPN and uh, the Michael K show, uh, give them a plug. And, uh, you know, they, some people were criticizing Simone Biles for, for basically uh, saying that she was selfish uh, last night when she pulled out of the, uh, you know, the team event for the USA. USA. And, and, um, you know, she talked about it a little bit because I, I was when I heard the news, I was shocked because, you know, it's hard to stay with, you know, the, the Olympics and all the coverage. It's it's way, you know, a lot of hours uh, time difference here from the U.S. So they've shown a lot of stuff on tape delay. So you get stuff on your phone, you get a final on your phone and then they're not showing it until four hours later. So it's, it's a little convoluted. But but, um, you know, and then Twitter was going crazy, calling her non-American you know, uh, which really bothered me. Now, there's a couple of things that, you know, she, she talked about mental health, just like uh, my other girlfriend, the, the tennis player. And uh, uh, I, I, I give her credit, you know, I, I, I give her, I, I say she, you know, should be applauded because that's a very unselfish move, really. When you think you're gonna hurt your team and you say, hey, look, I'm not in the right airspace, and you say, you know, I know you girls can handle it. And look, they didn't get gold, but they got silver. That's, hey, that's nothing to sneeze at, man. That's that's a, a tremendous, uh, you know, accomplishment for all these beautiful young ladies. And you know, this girl has sacrificed 
everything, her whole life. And, and for her to say, you know, I can't do it now, there's speculation whether she's gonna be in the, the individual and why should, why should she be in the individual if she get, hey, whatever she can do, these people give their whole lives, their whole, and, and dedicate themselves for. You know, I, I love when people criticize people who they've never ever approached the sacrifice that some of these athletes have given in their, their respective sports. So I, I have all the respect for Ms. Files. Now, also, I, I, I was privy because I always follow everything um, that I can. I know that when she said that she wasn't in the right headspace, just about two weeks ago, her brother was acquitted of a double murder. And, you know, I saw the reaction of the, the loved ones who I guess felt that he was, you know, guilty. And so obviously I'm not there. I don't know what happened and if he was guilty. I know he was at a party and two people were dead. Um, and who knows, that could be weighing on this young lady's shoulders because when you're, you're in the limelight like she's, she is, it's so incumbent on your family members not to do things that's gonna bring a, a, a bad light on you because you're the star and, and, and it's gonna be a reflection on you no matter how, whether it's right or wrong. It, it, it's just gonna be that way. So whether she was dealing with that, or, or she talked about all that was going on with the Olympics, a year wait, a five hour wait. Uh, some, some people said it was part injury. She, she denied that. but. I just, I, I gotta respect these young people now because we're, we're seeing it every day where people are saying that they, their mental health is not right. This generation is the mental health generation. And we gotta take this seriously because when you lose a loved one because they take their life and because nobody could talk to them, nobody could reach them. It's probably the most lonely place that a parent, a, a sibling or a friend could be. So, Simone, my hat's off to you. Whatever you were dealing with, hopefully you can go and, and fight for your, your individual medal. But I, I got nothing but respect for this young lady. And like I said, um, Naomi uh, Osaka, uh, I just, you know, kind of her name came to my, you know, mention in terms of the tennis, the same thing she was talking about and people were questioning her and, and it was an individual sport. So you couldn't say she wasn't a team player. She just said, I'm not competing. So these people give their lives to it. They give their, their their family sacrifice. So God bless her. And uh, just my, 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 my heart goes out to you because I have a daughter. And, um, you know, I look at some of these young people as, as if they were my own daughters. Thank you. All right, my turn. Okay. All right, so my first certified players are the... Um, the number of NBA and WNBA players that's participating in the Olympics, it's like a record number. It's 121 of them. 49 NBA and 29 WNBA players are in the Olympics. 16 former NBA players and 22 former WNBA players are included in the number. So I think that's fantastic for their participation. The women are balling, the men, coming along slowly, but I'm, I'm, I'm still not worried, like worried about them. I'm not worried. I don't like what they've done so far, but I'm not ready to throw in the towel yet. But anyway, also the U.S. women's three-on-three. -three, you know, this is the first year in the Olympics that there's a three-on-three -three category. Yeah, I actually like that a lot. Yeah. 
And obviously, Ice Cube's three-on-three league has something to do with this. I, I mean, y'all have to see this. And I'm like, what? When I when I found out, I was Wait. like, okay, go ahead, Cube. Go ahead, Cube, because this is his influence on the Olympics. I just think that this is fantastic. Nobody's talking about it, but I think it needs to be talked about. It needs to be said that this man's brainchild has influenced the Olympics. And the women, the U.S. women's three-on-three, as of me writing this list, was undefeated. I think they had played two games undefeated. Um, They won 17 to 10 versus France and 21 to 9 versus Mongolia. (laughs) So they've been getting down. Third third, uh, certified player is the fans of the WNBA. WNBA viewership for the first five games of the season was up 74% on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2. And they are so pleased that the commissioner of the WNBA is really interested in expanding the league. Now, I'm thinking people would think, why would she be trying to expand when the players don't make enough as it is, people say, and yada, yada, yada. Well, I see what she's doing. You got to have, you got to have vision. You got to have vision. But if they do this without the, 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 the foundation, then it's not going to work. But some of the cities that they're interested in having expanding to is back to Charlotte again, back to Houston, Philly, and Toronto. So I'm happy with that because we, we want the WNBA back here in Charlotte. Mm. We want it back and we mm. need it back. So I'm excited about the WNBA. I, I'm, their numbers, their viewership numbers are looking better than the NBA. And I just, I'm just very excited about the future of the WNBA. We just got to get them there. So those are my three. John, you got a certified player? Yes, sir. Manny Pacquiao is my certified player. Okay. Manny Pacquiao is my certified player because Manny Pacquiao represents that old school boxing to me. No ducking, no dodging. I will fight anybody at any time, at any age. And I love that. So Manny Pacquiao for agreeing to fight Earl Spence on August 21st is my certified player. No ducking, no dodging. Let's make it happen. <laughs> okay, okay. Donovan, you got one? Oh, yeah, mine's is easy. Um, surprised no one said it yet. That's what I'm surprised, too. I ain't it's, gonna lie. It's, I am. it's Giannis. Right, I'm surprised as well. I'm like, I... Well, I knew somebody else was going to put Giannis on. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. It's, it, it's, know, it's, it's Giannis. I, I wanted to keep mine about the women today. That's what I don't, In case y'all yeah. not... Getting my 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 theme over here. I'm shouting out the women of the WNBA today, so y'all y'all can have it. Yeah, I mean, I think we don't uh, talk about boxing. That's why I said Pacquiao. Okay, nah, but but yeah, I mean, obviously, um, Giannis. I mean, <laughs> dude's just good, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he got better. He got better each game, man, and and uh, he just he did his thing in the finals, man. You can't you can't give him nothing but but credit, man. He's worked his way to get to this point. He's not afraid to go to the line. 
He's not afraid to miss free throws. I mean, he's not he's not afraid of anything, and he's a good guy in, in the with the media too. So, uh, just in all facets, just a shout out to Giannis and his hard work and his dedication. And also, I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Chris Middleton some love, man. Uh, definitely him too. Um, th- those two um, uh, definitely kind of had that nice little one-two punch going throughout the playoffs, and they caught a couple breaks, but but every time their back was against the wall, they they overcame it and and they and they ended up winning the championship. So shout out to Chris Middleton and Giannis. Oh shit, Drew Holiday too. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Drew too. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. I always always shout out them former Sixers that leave and go get rings. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely Drew Drew Holiday did a fantastic job against Chris Paul. And I didn't think he would have. He did a fantastic job, period. With being you know, you know, also, you know also surprised me too. I'm surprised Coach Bud finally fucking made the adjustment. Stop shooting as many threes. I mean, it was it, it was an obvious recipe for success, but he just got the memo late. But luckily, they were able to still win. But I mean, as you notice, when he gets, went to game four, five, four, five, and six, the three point percent, the three points went down. The number of three pointers per game. So uh, he finally got the picture that they were the biggest team in the damn NBA as, as a starting lineup. And they just pounded him down low. In the end of the day, Phoenix was just too small. But but Coach Bud finally made an adjustment. And I thought in the beginning, you know, Monty Williams was out coaching Coach Bud. But then I think Bud just kind of – I mean, I guess Giannis is a big factor. I don't think they changed too much. But they just stopped shooting too many damn, the, the damn threes, man. The mid the mid range and then easy, easy baskets, you know, in the paint, are, is, that's the way to go, man. Hey Donovan, just, just FYI, uh, one of my sources told me that the assistant coach, I think his last name is Ham, one of the it was his idea. He went to work with Harold and told him, look, that's what I'm here. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. It was an obvious switch like between game four and Three, four, four, and five. It was a definite switch. Mm-hmm. You were breaking up a little bit, Sharon. Yeah, your oh, volume was breaking up. I could, I could barely hear you. Um, oh, okay. Did you hear me say the coach him? No, I mean we heard you. It was just, it was just kind of okay. faint. It was kind of in and out, but yeah. Yeah, I, okay. uh, my my Sorry certified player. Um, I, I had Giannis on there. Um, also got a. Dawn Staley over there doing her thing, coaching Olympics. You know, shout out to her. Um, and my other certified player was uh, Andrew McCutcheons for yesterday. He hit that three-run homer to seal the game against the Washington Nationals. That was that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And I was I was, upset I, I was upset because I was talking to my brother earlier that day, and I was like, "Yo, we should go to the baseball game." And he was like, "Nah." And then they have a game like that. And I was like, motherfucker, this is what I'm talking about. But yeah, anyway, um, Zara, you got the comments? I've been following him. Uh, I've been following him since he was on the Pirates. How far you want me to go back? McCutcheon is a beast, sir. Huh? All right, let's see. I said McCutcheon is definitely a beast. Yeah, he is. I, I, I'm a big fan. Okay, here we go. Um... Let's just go. I'm just going to pick a spot. 
Um, Buck says Sharon just made a stiller reference throwing the towel. Buck Flair Blaze says surprise Vikings love boat didn't hear the word hooker and take a look. Um, Blaze says Sharon said trash ass player WNBA fans all eight of y'all <laughs> stupid. Um, Buck said geez bankruptcy is coming soon then. And then um, Blaze also said, Damon Hargrove, nah, I like women's ball. I love that three-on-three. I personally think they need to change some regulations to speed up the game. Um, Let's see, Buck said uh, he just gave the date of the fight, August 21st for the Spence Spence murder that's about to happen. Um, Oh, wait a minute. Can I finish the comments real quick? Uh, uh, Blaze okay. says, Sharon Mullen, I fell out based on 50% true story. Um, no she responded in the chat. Uh, Buck said, Chris Charleston, South Carolina. Will said, my certified player is music singer Pink for paying the fines for the Olympic handball team who refused yes. to wear bikini bottoms. Yep. Um, Buck said, Giannis, 40 points and no answer. And um, Buck said, grew up in upstate, got family all around the state. And Ernest said, damn, that was a nice hit. Maybe he's watching the game. Or maybe maybe the Andrew DeCutcheon you were talking about. And then, um, yeah, those are the comments from that point. Hey, Czar. Yes. Czar, by, by the way, the Braves are beating the Mets 10 to 1. I know. I will talk. We have no pitching. We'll get into that. But our, our <laughs> no pitching. Everybody's hurt. You want me to do my questions, Dennis? Uh, we gotta get into the we gotta get into that comment. Um, you know, uh everything I don't know, the sports guru each and every day comes to you with his thoughts and concerns. And speaking of baseball, which was a great segue, Donovan, sports guru said that Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player ever. Mm. That I ever saw play. That you ever saw. Okay, that you ever saw. Uh, my fault. My fault. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, and, man. Uh, I'm not going to go to you, Guru. I'm going to let you live on this one. I want to know, does anybody disagree? Strongly. Okay, now let's hear yours, Zara. Uh, I don't know. Cheater is the greatest baseball player, for one. So, he's he's that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, that automatically. Talent, talent-wise, I watched him in Pittsburgh before. He didn't even need steroids. He probably could. I don't know if he could have been the greatest, but he could have been one of the greatest. But unfortunately, he's not the only one. There's a lot of players that cheated. Roger Clemens is the best pitcher I've seen, but I have to disclude that because he cheated. So I give it to Randy Johnson because until further notice, he never was one that got caught or was accused or in that scuffle, him or Pedro Martinez. But um, I'm, I'm honestly, when I look at, again, this is about individual talent. Uh, you know, what they can do, how many tools. And, and like, there's a lot of players. Like, you know, I can go old school with, like, Willie Mays, or we talk, you know, there's a lot of players. But I'm going to be honest. Mike Trout might be the greatest baseball player of all time. I, that there's nothing that that man can't do. Unfortunately, he's stuck in Anaheim, and they don't put no help. Baseball is an ultimate team game with pitching. You know, you, you, know, you can't do everything. And But that man is a – if there's a five-tooler, five-tooler, it's that dude. And to me, he might be the best talent that I've ever seen. But like I said, he doesn't have the success. But, you know, baseball is the ultimate team game. 
Um, but I do eliminate all cheaters. Donovan, with you being Mr. Popfly Podcast, what would you Hail. say? Hell. Hell, Donovan. Hell. Hell to Donovan. Um, Donovan. Donovan. Yeah, uh, shoot. Whew. Uh, <laughs> like, it's you seen play. You seen. Make your head go back. Ooh. It's it's arguable. Uh, he's got to be up there. I mean, um, I, I don't think like the steroid. Like there were so many people doing the steroids. I'm not. I'm not saying that it was the the wrong. I mean, the right the right thing to do. But I mean, are you really gonna put? I mean, what are you gonna are you gonna put things past on? him because he played in that era where everybody was damn near doing it. It's, it, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, I, it's, uh, if you, if you just, just take that out of the factor that he was doing what everybody else was doing. And some of those players are in the hall of fame too. Like, why can't he be in the hall of fame? It doesn't make any sense. Czar. Who's in the hall of fame sense. that we know that did steroids. Mike Piazza. What? Nah, Mike Piazza. Who, 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 I, Mike, Mike Piazza. Piazza did steroids. That's show, a fact. All right, That's show me fact. that. I know. I'm just asking you to show me. But at the end of the day, you're you, not you going to know to every you. player. That I'm from it, New York, and I'm telling you that the media here has written that he had the the pimples on his back and everything else. I want you to show me where baseball got him for steroids and he was in the mix. I don't care what media. Just like Big Poppy. Big Poppy was on that list. Big Poppy was on that list, and I guarantee you when he comes up, he's going to go in, and he was on that list. Yeah, not a popularity Big, Poppy, Big Poppy ain't the greatest baseball player either. No, but but he's going to be Big in the Poppy's Hall of Fame. Nice, though. Uh, we don't know. He ain't in nothing yet, so I don't know. I know, but, but, but you said your point was that he wasn't in the uh, Hall of Fame. Wait a minute, like, though. So right. I'm like, but people, right, exactly. So like, I'm arguing. Right, my point is, what person we know that took steroids is in the Hall of Fame. I don't Mike know that Piazza. Mike Piazza took steroids. Yeah, well, okay. He, it's been written that he has. Nobody, they don't know that Barry Bonds did it either. Uh, we know, know, we know the guy went to jail for him. He never failed the dirty test. I was about to say that. I was going to say one, I was going to say the same thing. It hasn't been proven that Barry was on them steroids. That's one. <laughs> that, uh, that, it has not been proven. Like you Don't said, like, you can you be delusional all you want. King Zar, that's your point. King Zar, that's your point. I'm just bringing your point back to you. That's all you told me. You just said baseball. I've never heard Piazza in the middle of a mix where a dude went to jail and it was a big story. But you still don't have a test where it say Barry Bonds tested positive. Because the dude didn't snitch on him. So so either way, it it doesn't matter. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't. Because there's no proof. There's no proof, bro. Nobody called you down. No, no, I'm saying, like, to not believe it. I'm, I live here. I watched him every day. I know the man was but on he steroids. Lives in New York. He Y'all didn't think Piazza. he didn't take steroids. The man took steroids. Everybody knows Piazza did steroids. Everybody knows it. I'm, I'm going to hear people in the comments saying that he took steroids. Thank you. Everybody knows it. It's a fact. I can't believe uh-huh. it because I like the Mets. <laughs> I, I didn't I say he didn't. All I said is I never really heard that. We all know about Barry Bonds' situation. And we all know about Mike Piazza. New York, New York. 
He might be the greatest catcher, hitting catcher, but he ain't the greatest baseball player. I know that much. All right, Ron, what you got, Ron? You ain't messing with okay. Share with you. Ron said nothing. Is it my turn yet? It is your turn, Chocolate Girl. It's my turn. Is it my turn? Do your thing, Chocolate Girl. I'm going to do my thing. So I took some time with this because um, I'm not even going to too much touch on the, the, the steroids issue. I, I like, like somebody else has said on here, no, nobody has ever proven that this man was on steroids. Now you can look at him and say, yeah, he looks like he took them. Sure, we can say that. But I can look at somebody all the time and say they look like they own crack. But if I don't test them positive for crack, I can't say they own crack. Crack. They look like they smoking meth. But if I don't have a test saying that they were on meth, I can't walk around saying they were on meth. <coughs> for that reason, I think it's a Love little it. unfair to call people delusions <laughs> are because they don't believe 100% that he was on steroids. Well, they're Ooh. looking for the facts. I mean, they've got facts on other players. I just find it very hard to believe as much as people, especially the white media, hated him. Hated him. I find it hard to believe that people just refused to snitch on him. I just find that hard to believe. Because if you know anything about America, anytime they want to get a black man, they'll get him. And they'll find somebody who will snitch if they did something uh, well, they, they tried to Somebody. get man, but I'm not going to say his so, name. So, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. They will find it. If they want to get him, they will get him. Like but, um, I'm, I'm not going to go on that. So, what I did is I just started looking at some stats and so forth since I know people love stats. I'm not big on stats, but Me I looked up Barry Bonds stats. Barry Bonds. I mean, watching him, he was a beast. The man doesn't have any rings, but he went to the playoffs seven times in 21 years. Um, his number's not retired. He's not in the Hall of Fame for the reasons we've already mentioned. But he's a seven-time MVP. Eight, he's got eight Golden Gloves, 14 All-Star Games appearances, two-time batting champion, two-time home run champion, Come on. One time RBI champion. Come on. Um, let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There was one more thing. I would have thought Here LeBron we... played baseball. The fuck? So also, <laughs> also, also, um, when I'm looking at the stats and I compared his stats with a person that I think is the greatest of all time, their stats are similar. Uh, they it's like they they each one of them have the edge over the other in certain categories, is what I'm saying. It's not like a clear winner between these two individuals. But the other person that I think is the all-time greatest Major League Baseball player was only in the playoffs three times compared to seven. So people say, oh, see, there you go. That means Barry Bonds is better. No, it don't. They both played 21 years. They were 21 years in Major League Baseball. And uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. His number's retired. He's got one MVP. 
versus seven, because Barry has seven. Three Golden oh, Gloves. I would have thought LeBron played baseball. Twenty-five All-Star games. He's a two-time batting champ, four-time home run leader, four-time RBI leader, two-time oh. leader, eight-time base leader, base stolen base leader, four-time doubles leader, three-time runs leader, four-time slugger percentage leader. You ever lead in stolen bases? Huh? Did he ever win on uh, lead in stolen I bases? Base so I said oh, yeah? stolen okay. base leader. Uh, okay, I didn't hear you. Stolen Thank base you. leader eight times. Eight. Damn. Eight Talk times. to me. Who is this uh, man? He played 3,298 games. That's what's and wrong with baseball today. He, he got more doubles <laughs> and triples. He got more doubles and triples than Barry Bonds. He had a higher batting average than Barry Bonds. He has a few, few, a few less home runs than Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds has them by seven. That's it. Seven. Come on, Hank. Damn right. Is Hank Henry Henry Hank Aaron is the greatest baseball player ever to me. I can't now, argue with you. I got Damn. I got Buck Flair all in the comments talking about uh it's it's of course Babe Ruth and he always will be the GOAT. No, y'all can have Babe. Babe was no, good. Hank. But for me, it's Hank. It was Babe until Hank came along. Well, and that's just the way it is. It it was my question. In my post, and I said that I saw. I ain't hardly. I I, I, I didn't hardly see Hank Aaron play. I saw him That's running fine. around the bases, and somebody was trying to accost him. That's, <laughs> about, <laughs> that's basically all I seen. That's I, I, all I saw too. As far as as far well, I wasn't. And alive. I damn sure ain't seen Babe Ruth. But right. you, you know, sure? I no, watched I'm a lot of. I watched a lot of footage. I watched a lot of footage. Watch your, watch your elders, boy. I watched footage of Babe Ruth. I've watched footage of Joe DiMaggio. I've watched footage of a lot of players because I love sports, and that's what I do. And then upon reading things that I've read and talking to people who did see him play live. It's Hank Aaron for me. And that's where I stand. And until he knocked off the throne, then he's it for me. Now, this, who, who did you say that might be the best in the game right now? What's his name? Trout. Mike Trout. Trout. Been the... and that dude, that's a bad dude right there. But I think his Michael, teammates a little bit better than him. They called <laughs> him the Michael Jordan talking... of baseball. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, he bad. Even from, from Jersey, Jersey too. Out. You know, I, I tend yeah. to be a person. Jimmy Carson, what's cool? How the career pans right. out before right. I hey. say all the time. Hey, Samuels, tell me what Ochani did yesterday. Because y'all was rude talking while I was finishing my sentence. <laughs> y'all even hear what I just said? My apologies, Sharon. Please did say it Did y'all hear what Chapman said? I said that I tend not to put people on the all-time list while they're still playing. I kind of like to see how their career plays out first. That's fair. All right, now, um, Sean, did you have any? What, baseball? Yeah. I mean, I would have to agree with the names that were already said. You'd be a fool not to, to try to argue Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds, bro. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of But Flair said it's Babe Ruth, uh, Sean. 
I feel as though uh, these two guys have a good argument going, and I feel as though Ken Griffey and Derek Jeter have a good argument going for being in that conversation. Derek Jeter was great, but he ain't he ain't Hank Aaron or Barry, bro. Yeah. Dennis, I got one thing to say. Stop being Ken Griffey was that work too, though. The legend. Hey, this is my the legend. No, no, Derek Jeter's a legend. Don't get it fucked up. No, And we ain't no one mentioned them, but I disclude him, and that's Alex Rodriguez for me. A Rod, A Rod was good, bro. A Rod was real. Oh, good. He was better than good, except for in the playoffs. He was one won, of the no, best that part. That part. <laughs> him, neither, neither, neither him or Barry won anything. I, I mean, well, actually, I think Yankees did win one. I, yeah, but he was. Here. No, he was no, you're right. Better, but I'm just again, I'm just saying from a talent standpoint, there was nothing he couldn't do. I mean, he had his moments, but you're right. He wasn't. He wasn't. Jeter was a better. Now, Jeter, if we go on playoffs, I mean, it's a whole different discussion. It's Poppy and Jeter. Those are playoff monsters. But, but, but Jeter's not as good a player as, as Alex Rodriguez. I mean, he's yes, not. Yes, he was. He was smarter. He was, a, he was a better winner. He was a leader, something A-Rod could never do. But as no, far as natural winner. skills, no, no way does Jeter have the skills that A-Rod have. No, no Jeter, don't, Jeter don't have the skills that A-Rod got, no. but Jeter's a winner. Yeah, he's a clutch hitter. He's a clutch hitter. Now we go now, now. If I was just going straight talent, I believe Ken Griffey got the best talent out of anybody. Yeah, he had injuries. Injuries hurt and him. His right. injuries killed him. Absolutely, that's true. That's why I was wondering why Ron was sitting here telling me uh, I need to no, sit down or something. I'm talking about little boy Hank Aaron did for the on uh, the Braves. And that I did, never, I never watched him. Uh, answer that question. I understand. I understand. Wait, wait, hold, hold. I understand what Hank Aaron did. I don't discredit what Hank Aaron did. No, I'm, really saying, so I'm not saying that um, Hank Aaron ain't great. All I'm saying is these guys are great too. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I never said that Hank Aaron ain't great. Oh, I'm saying okay, these okay. guys that I mentioned are great too. Okay. That's what I was saying. You know. I agree, Dennis, that they're great too, but I don't believe that they have any kind they cannot be, they cannot be in the GOAT conversation of baseball. No. Duh. I don't agree with that. Injuries. I, I, I got a question, much as, I got as a much, question. I'm not even talking about the injuries. As much as I love, 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 love Ken Griffey Jr. Love him. I mean, he played for my beloved Cincinnati Reds. So I love Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, he's one of my all-time favorite Major League Baseball players, period. But I cannot say that he's GOAT status. I can't say that. I can't say that he's even in the conversation of being the greatest of all time. I can say that he's probably top, he's in the top 10 conversation, but I can't say that he's or maybe five, well, but that, that would include but 10. But that would make him in a good conversation in the top, top five. 
So, but I, I cannot say that he he's in the conversation of being named the greatest of all time. No. I got a question though, and I think y'all would. Know. I don't. I don't know his name. Isn't a pitcher leading leading in batting average right now? Yeah, Otani. Uh, no, he's not leading in batting average. He's well, he's up run. there. I don't know if he's number one, but he's, he's a monster, and he's doing something we never seen before, at least in our lives. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This dude, he don't go to batting practice. What's his name? Otani. Uh, uh, Sine Otani. Yeah. Show me Otani. Yeah. 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 He can hit bad boy, bad boy. Bad boy. He can bitch. Bad boy. I mean, it, it, look, what he, look what he did in the All-Star game. He was in the home run derby, and then the next day he was the starting the starting pitcher for the American League, and he also DH and led off the game too. Come on, bro. Like, who does that? That's like – No one. No one does that. No one does hey, that. Uh, hold up, man. We, we – we, only thing is, we still got two more big topics to hit. All right. All right, now, let's go. I want to hit these two more big topics. So, not a, no, I, I appreciate y'all talking about baseball, man. It's been it's been it's been a minute. Well, right. thank you. That was my question. I, wish, I, brought that to I wish I can get him to get, talk about boxing a little bit, but you know, right? Hey, Sean, let's hit the, let's hit the hey, comments. Sean, we got to talk comments. about that. Let's hit the Sean comments. Brought that to the group. Let's hit the comments, and then we're gonna come back to the. All right, I'll go back to. Let's see. Let's uh, let's go to. Actually, we got three more topics in. I'm sorry, it was three more topics. All right, here we go. Uh, that's a lot. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick somewhere. Adam said Bonds got an honorary ring when we won in 2010, 12, 14, and soon to be 2021. Uh, Josh said Barry Bonds is the goat, even though he was on roids. Adam said, as far as goats, I think Willie Mays needs to be mentioned in there. Yes. Um, Buck said, I remember that Sharon as LeBron still playing. I guess about your still playing comment. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Will said, tell him Dennis said that above. Griffey and Jeter. So Will agrees with you. Um, Will works. says, I think Sean not realizing that the topic was about players that we've seen. Uh, we did clear that up. Adam said Jeter was arguably the best shortstop ever. That's why I have him on my list, and he is my favorite player of all time. Uh, Blaze said injuries are part of the game, but if Griffey Jr. would have stayed healthy, it would be no question. The possibility. If Strawberry didn't do cocaine, that would be a possibility. That's also, uh, that's, that's, that's also a PED. Let's get that right, out of the way. Right, real talk. Uh, in my opinion, what? that's why I, I no PED. It is a PED. Hey, you better stop playing. Hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, to okay. T Hold on, let me finish. Tatis is the new man in baseball. Oh, sorry, Trout. I agree. That's the next stud. Um, what team you play for? San Diego Padres. San Diego. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Someone give my man Ichiro some love. Ichiro's a bad boy, but he ain't in the GOAT discussion. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. is the Iron Man, uh, so, but he's not, yeah, he's not a GOAT. Yeah, he's not a GOAT. Um, Will says Big Poppy. We mentioned him, especially for playoffs. Um, Adam said it's a toss up between him and Jeter for best shortstop. I think it depends on the style of baseball and like on who you think is better. And then Blaze said, Otani threw a hundred mile per hour pitch on his 99th pitch the other day. Uh, Buck says Ruth has seven rings and still has two MLB records. Goat who saved baseball. And then last one, Buck said, Dennis, I remember cocaine PEDs. Yeah. 
Obviously, going to be uh, Detroit is going to take uh, Cade Cunningham. Uh, number one, actually, props to him. He just signed uh, with Nike even before the draft. So I'm glad these guys are getting paid early. Um, number two is kind of one and two are kind of what's that? Oh, number two, one and two are kind of consensus. I keep hearing feedback. Um, Jalen Green um, from USA going to Houston. I think that's. Where, I mean, they get pretty, they can go anywhere with this guard. This draft is guard heavy. He's definitely the second best guard, in my opinion. Um, number three is where there is some discrepancy. A lot of people have Mobley, but I'm actually going to go with Scotty Barnes, who's on my list uh, from Florida State, um, instead of the center. Um, that, that, that's kind of me kind of jumping out there a little bit because, you know, uh, Evan Mobley gets a lot of uh, play and, you know, he's seven, you know how that goes. Uh, but I like Scotty Barnes uh, to go there to Cleveland. Um, number four is where I got Mobley going, uh, the USC center um, going to the Raptors. Uh, number five, I got Jalen Suggs, point guard out of Gonzaga. I think that Dennis mentioned him before. Dennis was a, I wanted someone mentioned him. When we talked about it about a week ago. As one of the, or maybe it was Guru. But um, I like him at five to go to the Magic. Uh, number six, I'm going to roll with James Belknight from UConn, and I like him to go to OKC. That's another team that can pretty much use everything. Um, um, they, they're pretty, they're fairly, they're probably the youngest team in the league. Um, number seven, I'm going to go with Kaminga from Congo to go to the Golden State Warriors at small forward. They pretty much, they have their one, their two. They got Wiseman from last year. I know they're trying to make moves and they're trying to get Bill so their team can look a little different. But by draft time, um, that's probably the position that's mostly at need, you know, where Wiggins is right now, you know, holding that spot, but he's probably going to get traded. Uh, at number eight, I like Moses Moody from Arkansas, shooting guard, um, to also go to Orlando, who has two picks in this draft in the top eight. Um Number nine, I'm going to go with Franz Wagner from Michigan. That's um, 
that's the college that Sharon doesn't like. Um, but I, I just, uh, he has a pretty good game and pretty much in the NBA draft, when you kind of get to this point, it's a crap shoot anyway. Um, but you know, you can, you can't go wrong with a big 10 player and then number 10 out of Gonzaga. Again, I'm going with Corey Kispert, small four. And I think that's how my top 10 is going to go. I, I kind of went back and forth with a couple players, but you know, again, it's after, after about three, it's a, it's really a crap shoot especially, you know, in this draft. So, but that's how my top 10 goes. Everything you just said, I got on my list. You're smart. Well, we'll, we'll see if you're a smart, man. Okay. I, I do okay. I do better in football, NFL draft. We usually do the first round. It's longer. NBA, we usually do just a lottery. I, I do okay over the years, but sometimes it's, the NBA is tougher than football. But, yeah, appreciate it. Um, Guru, what you got, Guru? I'm going to run through mine since I'm always a little bit uh, long-winded. I'll give Dennis a break. I'm going to go. I, I will say that. <laughs> I'm going to go Cade Cunningham, one. Green, Jalen Green, two. Uh, Mobley, three. Suggs, four. Barnes, uh, five. Boognight, six. Uh, Kaminga, seven. Uh, Moody, eight. Wagner, nine. And uh, Giddy, uh, ten. The only thing I, I want to say is the two players who I think you got to watch out for who are going to be, you know, possibly at the end of this draft, you might say, wow, those two, man. Suggs, I really like his game, and I like Boog Knight's game. There you go. I agree. So I, I like those guys, too. <sighs> okay, Chocolate Girl. Okay. So, one, I got Kate Cunningham, but I got Mobley going, too, going second. Mm. I got I got uh, Evan Mobley going second. That's big. I got right three Jalen Green. I got four Scotty Barnes. Five Jalen Suggs. Six Jonathan Kaminga. Seven Josh Giddy. Eight Davion Mitchell. Mo, nine Moses Moody and ten Josh Bonite. For some reason, you do have to watch him though because Bonite might go higher than might go higher. I think you had him at six. Or seven, I think he might go higher than that. You got Mitchell in the top ten, though. That's that's a that stuck out to me. Mitchell going. I have him at ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Davion Mitchell at eight. Yeah, that's that's. Um, we all got like the same players, but I got somebody different in mind. Um, he's not going top ten, but he's a guy that I've been liking for like almost a year and a half now, and that's Luca Garza. I really want the Sixers to get him at 28. But that's the guy that I've been liking for about a year and a half now. He's from Iowa. Big guy. Um, I think he's top five. He's the top five center in this draft. But I like him a lot. He had a uh, he had a really good um, senior season. Um, I would have liked to have gone a little bit further in the tournament. But... Um... But yeah, I mean, he, he's pretty solid. Uh, Garza, uh, he can shoot from the outside, um, and and he got a nice post game too. Right, that's that's what I like about. And I was surprised some most of y'all had Josh Giddy on y'all drink. I thought I was gonna be the only one that had him on there. I was kind of surprised about that. That the overseas. Player. I didn't have him on mine. Well, I was talking about Guru and Sharon. I was yeah, no, I, no, got no, Jaylen, no. I got I got Jalen Green going first. No. 
Not no like, way. You know what? It's Detroit. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. So. I just think it's 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 not even that. It's just that he's the only one that's been playing against grown men. No, Cunningham's gonna be a beast, bro. I mean, I guess, but I just Jalen Green's the only one with grown man experience. I, can, I mean, I can't guarantee it, but I can almost guarantee Cunningham goes one. But but I've seen Stranger Things happen, so I'm not gonna say it's impossible. It's Detroit. Yeah, that's what I mean. So. Isn't is Dumar still running them or no? I can't remember who they're from. No, I ain't oh, okay, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they've been Detroit has made some terrible moves over the years. So you know what? Now that you saying more, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but I'm still sticking with Cunningham though. They um, had a chance to get uh, Carmelo and they passed on him. But that was a while ago. I like the guy they got last year. They had a good draft last year. So we'll see. Uh, uh well, do we have any comments for that? This yes, let's see. Yes, For some reason, my phone keeps going in and out. We have uh, OKC, from, says Trisha Joy, I think that's her team. She put her hands up. Kellen said Bagley. Um, uh, Blaze said 1K, uh, Cunningham, 2 Green, 3 Mobley, 4 Suggs, 5 Moody, 6 Kaminga, 7 Boo Knight, 8 Barnes, 9 Wagner, 10 Giddy. Um, Buck says, I like it, Guru. Smart choices. Uh, Blaze says Boo Knight will be the steal of the draft. It depends on where he goes. If he goes high enough, there's no steal. Right. I um, think he's right about that. But I, that's why I said I think he. I have a feeling he's gonna drop to ten, and somebody in uh, and that will yeah right. New Orleans. New Orleans gonna get lucky. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Blaze says Jalen Green is my number one prospect. I don't know if it means he thinks he's gonna go number one. Um, Kellen said, "Good job, Sharon. I agree." Uh, Blaze says, you, "I think Boo Knight." Yeah, uh, that was Kellen. Thank um, you, Blaze Kelly. says, I think Boo Knight has the potential to go five to the Magic. Cole Anthony puts in a high word for him. Um, Kellen says he's too small for the NBA. Um, is that is really the, a thing, too small for the NBA now? I mean, it, it, it has been. It depends, on your, it depends on the talent. I've seen a lot of tweener guards that wasn't point guards that could not transition because they couldn't run a team and they were too little to play the two. But then we obviously seen studs like AI and some other players that were able to make the transition. So, but yes, that is the thing. Who, who was he talking about? Maybe too small. Um, he was talking about Boo Knight. He's six five. No, no. Boo oh, no, he's talking about Cole Anthony. He's responding to, he responded oh, okay. to, I think Boo Knight has a potential to go five to the magic. Cole Anthony puts in, a high word for him, and then Kellen responds, says he's too small for the NBA. Oh. I'm just reading. I don't. That's you know. I'm not yeah, agreeing. I, well, I don't think Bo Knight is too small. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Cole Anthony is either. I mean, Kellen, if you hear us, we kind of confirm what we're talking about. Um, Blaze says Luca Garza will go to a competitive team at the end of the first and play a nice small role right away. Blaze says I'm with you. Jalen Green should be the top pick, but Kate is going one. And, and then um, uh, <laughs> Juke says, well, 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 look who the cat drug in. And that's it. Well, 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 Jaylen, Juke, you Jaylen. right on time. Jalen is a beast. Jalen Green. He, it's it's, like, top, it's time like, for that top 10 R&B groups, baby. Well, ooh, yeah. It's, it's time for the top 10. Ooh, yeah. Come and talk to me. Oh, baby. 
Let's get it in, baby. Let's get it in. Ron, you ready or you want me to go to somebody else? I'm ready. ready. You look nervous, man. Did you? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it. In no order whatsoever. Hey, 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 I want to let everybody know that uh, Zara thought of this list, and thought of this uh, topic right here, so I'm going to yep. give a shout out to Zara. Proper. The coppers. Josephy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's too soon. That's too soon. Hey, he said uh, no Zara, order. He said no Zara, order, man. Said no order. Zara, you oh, Sarah, said we need an order. Computer screen, bro. They're my, they're how <laughs> I'm saying that. Oh, man. Shit. The boy had to come get him. Come on, let him go. Go ahead, Jerron. Temptations. Uh, the Barge. That's Black, right. Black Street. Tony, Tony, Tony. Shy. And Commodore. The Commodores? Commodore. Okay. Easy like Sunday morning. Come on, Zarg. You had me over there doing that rap battle with you yesterday, today, man. Come on, man. Had me, doing me that damn versus, had me doing that damn versus last night. We hey, that was fun, it. though. I had to prove with all my videos. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got to pull. You know I got to pull a guru, even though he be getting on my nerves some damn times. Oh, uh, I got a tie at number 10. <laughs> bite, bite, bite. Hey, hey, guru, guru said... Guru said feelings mutual about that, man. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a feel-good person. I, I still got love for him. Of course. You know, he always. Me, he me my brother who passed away. Always, man. We good. You know, we used to argue and fight, but we loved each other. Yeah. No, come on, man. That's my brother from another dog. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Ty, we got the Heat Wave and the Isley Brothers at number 10. Oh, shit. Number nine, we got the and the beat goes on. We got the whispers. Yeah, just like that song everlasting. Number eight, it's too hot, too hot. We got cool in the gang. Ooh. Cool in the gang over the whist over the Ozzy Brothers? Yes. I mean it's close. They're eight and ten. Seven. Right. Seven now comes oh. in. Oh, yeah, Jodeci. Number six, don't go chasing waterfalls. Got to get my girl. I got to get a girl group in there. And that's the greatest girl group, in my opinion, of all this time. Is, this is TLC. No, it's just groups. There's some groups that got girls and guys. So we had already made that arrangement that you can have either. But I only got one girl group that made it. I thought it said male R&B. Oh, is that the case, or? Yeah. I thought, Dennis, we had, we had talked about it. But either way, we could take TLC out then, and then there's no tie, so I could just put Isley 10, you know, Heat 9, and down. So then I'm still in my top five. So it works out. That's fine. What'd you say, Sharon? You fucked me up with, you fucked me up with the Isleys at 10. Now, yeah, now hold on now. Too, now, now, hold we on now. Put, we didn't put, did we put mail on there? No, I don't remember putting mail. mail in there. I don't think I so either. I don't remember putting mail in there because I wrote the list. Right. Okay, anyway, whatever the case, y'all know, y'all kind of know where I'm at. I only got one female group, so at least it, I don't I want got to look because I don't remember that, that it had to All be right. male. All right, number five, the top five. Now, this is where it gets. You know, I would have had this group higher because, the, you know, the guy's my top 
performer, period. But as a group, you know, they're not the greatest group, but that's the Jackson Five at number five. So five, Jackson Five. What number the- four. What's that? Go ahead, man. I ain't All right, number four, we got Motown Phillies back again. We got Boys to Men, baby. At four? At number four. I ain't mad at you. I'm mad at him. <laughs> at number three, we got the Red September Body. We got Earth, Wind, and Fire. Number three. Number three. At three. At three, said. Number two, we I know, got. I know, Sharon. I know. Number two, we got. Ain't too proud to beg, your sweet darling. We got the Temptations. Or as you were saying, David Ruffin and what's their yeah. name? Right. <laughs> as you were saying, that was, David Ruffin and Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. David Ruffin and what's their name? Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Otis. And then number one, I don't, none of y'all say this edition. is my boys. This is my son's favorite group in the 11. New edition. If it is in love, right, why I do I feel this way? New edition. That is the GOAT group for me. Let's get it in. Okay. This man lost I like mind. that. I like that. Guru, you ready, Guru? Always, baby. Uh, it, it does say, it says R&B. It doesn't say male, so... So I, I I read that wrong. So, um, but I, I I'm gonna keep my list the same. I'm gonna go tied at ten, uh, since uh, Zar threw this one up. Get your get your skinny ass in the screen. Thank you. Uh, the whispers and Drew Hill. I'm gonna go them at ten. I, I threw the whispers in there because Zar okay, put it in okay, there. Okay, okay, OG, okay. All right. I like and that. then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I, I think Ron said it, and his list is usually convoluted but you know hey you know that's my brother from another mother okay uh at black street i'm gonna give them i'm gonna give them a little play Whoa. then i'm nice. gonna go uh i'm gonna go uh eight i'm gonna go uh the, the four tops i mean you know i'm old so hey gotta show you some of that oldness <laughs> you are old. and then uh the 50 56 57 next month jodeci <laughs> then i'm gonna go isley brothers then i'm gonna go uh boys to men i put them in there i, I like boys and men then I got New Edition, and then I got the OJs, and rounding out the you know the, the last two on the list or the first two actually, the Temptations, and I gotta go with these brothers, man. They undefeated, man. Michael and the boys, the Jackson Five, number one. Exactly. I can respect it. I can respect it. I, can respect it. I must have missed the memo. I mean, it was just Michael, but. You know, but I hear you. I just couldn't put them one because of a group. A, B, C. Right. It's easy to one, two, three. Oh, Michael. You what? Uh, No, you got to sing Ben. Don't be switching the songs. Your song is Ben. (laughs) Uh, Chocolate Girl. (laughs) About a rat. Hmm. Is it my turn? It's turn. All right, Dennis. You look like you're a little distracted. All right, so here's, here's the list. You all right, Donovan? You good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't I don't necessarily have a list, but I'll just have a couple people that I'll put in there. But but oh, go okay. ahead, Sharon. I'll go ahead. All right. So number 10. Um, I'm just shocked that nobody had them on their list, but women don't get the love they deserve. So but I'm gonna give it to Donna Ross and the Su- Supremes. Hey, oh, thank you. Mr. Donna Ross and the, and the Supremes is number 10. 
Number Thank nine you. is new for me is new edition. Ooh, number wow. eight is number eight is Jodeci. Number seven, I have a tie. I have the Commodores and Heatwave at number seven. I'm a number uh. at number seven. Number six is the Isley Brothers. Number five there is you go. In, Vogue, in, Vogue, in Vogue because those are some of the singingest sisters I've ever heard in my life. Um, uh -huh. The only group that sung better than them before them was the Emotions, but Emotions didn't have a whole lot of hits like In Vogue did. And yeah, In Vogue is on my top five. Number four, I have another tie. It's the Temptations and the Four Tops. I have them there together. Number three is the OJs. Number two is the Jackson Five. And number one, is the baddest band on the face of the earth ever. The elements of the universe, earth, wind, and fire. That's the list. Not bad. Uh, something, is, uh, something is going on. That was nice. Let, that me was nice. Question. Let me just ask you this question. Are you telling me that Jodeci is better than New Edition? For right. me? No. For me? Yes. There's okay. more of these songs more of their songs mean more to me. They play a soundtrack of my life. They just, oh it's my listening. I'm, now, New Edition was a hey, better, Zard, 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 a better stop, group. Stop. They sing better, Be they dance better. But the songs that they put out, that Jodeci put out, were more impactful in my life. So, yeah. I can respect that, because that's what I go by, too. It's not about who's a better band. It's just my list. Right. Um, but, 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 but Earth, Wind, and Fire is the baddest band ever created on the face of the earth. Band, I do it. agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. They better, they better than Cool in the Gang. I agree with that on the band. They're level. higher than Cool in the Gang. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So uh, um, My man, Hermie, my late friend at Metro North, Hermie, rest in peace, brother. He agrees with you. With me? All uh, right. At, at number right. 10, because uh, this is my, it's my turn. It's my turn! Oh, don't right. get me again, go ahead. Let me, go ahead. Let me, let me, let me go ahead and get my guru on it. Number 10, I have a tie. You understand? <laughs> I got the Supremes. I got a copyrighted tie. And the Jackson 5, okay? I got the Supremes and the Jackson 5 at the tie at 10. At 10? At 10. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Well, you got to have the Supremes. They were the number one Motown group ever. Number nine, I have Drew Hill. Number eight, I have Destiny's Child. Number oh, seven. What? Wow. Number seven. What the fuck? I got Jodeci. Number six. I was at Jodeci? Yeah. Six. Number six, I have the OJs. Number five. I have Earth, Wind, and Fire. Number four is Boys the Men. Number three is The Temptations. Oh no, I didn't have a tie at ten. I had exactly ten. I'm sorry. Number 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 two was The Temptations. Number one in those dishes. Ah, there we go. We agree. Not top yeah. two. Number one is no. So you you, you were shaky earlier though. You were shaky, but you, you finished strong. Minute. You gotta do your top five again. Say your top five again. Five, where was I at? Five was OJs. Five OJs, four boys to men, three earth, one and fire, two to ten. Hey, our top four is the same. 
is New Edition. Star, I'm trying to hear his top five. <laughs> you didn't hear his top four? I, I didn't hear it yet. She oh. didn't hear nothing, man. Yeah. I gotta oh, say damn. it again. Can you, number can five you tell me? is the OJs. Number four is Boys the Men. Number three is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Number two is The Temptations. Number one is New Edition. Yeah. We agree, Dennis. You got, you got one New Edition. One and two can flip over Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, I got over, New Edition over Earth, Wind, and Fire. Over in the Fire. 40 years. 40 years. They still dance. Them, not all of them can still sing. Bobby didn't fuck that up a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the 40 years, they still making music, still doing anything. New edition. Damn, we had the same four, though. That's, a, that's good. Earth, Wind, and Fire and, been around. And they, and they cocky asses uh, broke up, years. right? They both plagiarized. Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire been around 60 years. Man. Ozzy brothers still around. It's two of them left. Hey, nobody, nobody didn't give nobody didn't give the Bee Gees any shout out, man. Wait, then it's your turn. You can say it. They was on my list to choose out of, but they didn't make it. I mean, do your list, Donovan. I want to hear your list. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a top list, but Sharon had a top twelve. That's the honest. Sharon had a top twelve. Be honest. She had about two times. I will say this: my number one is what Sharon said: Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I would say number two uh, would be Jackson Five, and everybody else like yeah, is kind of so all agree. mixed in. But those are my top two right there. Yeah, we and, agree, Donovan. Me and you, Jackson Five. And then, uh, and then, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm a throwing all my other ones, you know. But like everybody else is kind of good. But I, I say the top two for me are, um, are Earth, Wind, and Fire and Jackson Five. Yeah. No new addition, huh? no temptations, huh? Uh, new addition would be in my top Not five, top two. but not my top two. I don't have a full list here, so I'm no, just going to no cut addition, it short. No addition did the damn thing, man. No right. addition number nine for me. You can't beat the mighty, mighty OJs. Tom, what are you? No, that's what, what I, I had list? to tell Ryan that. Ryan forgot about the OJs. I said, yeah. Ryan, mighty, mighty uh, OJs? got to put the OJs on there. And let's try and go get it. still bad today. Yeah, let's go ahead. Ain't nobody got the stylistics of the shotlights? I like the stylistics. They're my top 15, though. Uh, uh, I, like. I tried to squeeze 112 in there. Hell at no. 10. Go ahead, Sean. All right. Oh, at 10, I got a, uh, I got Jagged Edge. Hmm. Jagged Edge. At nine, That's Drew Hill. Two. At nine, I got Drew Hill. At seven, I have the Gap Band. Eight. You you skipped. Nice. Eight? Oh, I'm sorry. Eight. I'm sorry. Eight. Eight, eight is the gap. Eight is Charlie Charlie Wilson in the gap band. Um, at seven, who the hell did I have at seven? I'm a. I had which one call it at six? I had the Isley Brothers at six. I forgot who I had at seven. Just that fast. At five, it was the Temptations for me. Uh, four would be um, the Jackson Five. Three was Boys the Men. Two was a uh, New Edition. And one was uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's solid. Uh, you finished strong. No, that's what seven. Seven was the Whispers. Yes. Not bad. Seven was the Whispers for me. Except for you got Jagged Edge and, and all yeah. that. And who else was the other? Drew Hill. Yeah. Drew Hill. Uh, all right, guys. I'm going to take Edge. off. Thanks for having me on. Bye, Donovan. 
Uh, Jagged the, Edge the for last, me last... is the number two is the number two R and B group of the nineties for me. Jagged Edge is number two. Really? Jodeci, that's, Jodeci that's... was number one, but Jagged Edge is Damn, number dude. two for the nineties. That's my shit. Heard what she said. Over she boys the men. She ain't say boys the men. Yes, I did. I said for the for the nineties. Yes, wow. Jagged Edge was number two for me. Yes. Over boys the men. Wow. Yes, over Baby boys won't the men. Karen, sometimes you just let me down. No, oh, yeah. I'm not a bandwagoner. I just no, nah, I ain't about that. I'm just saying. Not a bandwagoner. Boys, it was a ooh. I'm not a part of the herd. I'm not a member of the sheep. I don't go like marching everybody's drum. Nah, I ain't that. about that. It is okay. Uh, only one thing I can see that's left. Who is the greatest WNBA player of mm. all time. Mine didn't play in the WNBA, but I really think she would have oh. been the best. And Cheryl, Cheryl Miller. Yeah. I got Lisa so, Leslie. That's why we that's why we include her. Ron, Cheryl Ron, Miller's Lisa, a good one. Lisa Leslie, Ron? I got Lisa Leslie. Hell no. Diana Taurasi, baby. Thank you. That's who you guys are? Yep. No. Okay. Guru. Nah, I wouldn't give it. It's oh. just one more. Where's my girl, Cheryl Swoop? Cynthia Cooper, Thank number you. two. Cheryl Swoop, no, she's a beat. No, it ain't Cynthia Cooper. It's Cheryl Swoop. Cheryl when, Swoop. They, when, they, when they debuted Damn. and they Which debuted together. Guru. Goddamn, when, hold guru. on, when they debuted and they played, they came in together, Cooper ran the league. They did not. She, yeah, she, she did. go look it up. You All right, so my number, my number one is, um, without a doubt, is Cynthia Cooper. She was better than Cheryl Swoops, but I, oh. I do believe I do believe Cheryl Swoops was was great, and I and I love her, and I and I also got to give a little love uh, to my girl Tina Thompson. She wasn't the best, but she had the best lips, so I <laughs> I, I love them lips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big red that red lipstick. Oh man! But I she just want to mention something uh, um, that I thought of when um when we was thinking about this. What mm -hmm. teams have won four consecutive titles? In a row, and it's not that many teams, but you know, it, it, it made me think a little bit. And obviously, you know, you got to go. You know, uh, the Yankees won four, four. Like I think they won it in the '30s, '40s, and the '70s up to the '80s. So they did it three different times. So you know, give the Yankees a shout out. Um, also, let's see who else. Uh, obviously, Cleveland Browns did it in uh, with the old AFL. They won four straight. Um, um, the Celtics uh, was high on the list. I think they was number two. Well, actually, the number one as far as professional sports, they won eight in a row, okay? Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, uh, my man that just left, uh, Donovan, his boys, the Bruins, won seven in a row, you know? But Bruins. also, you know, you got to give love to the Islanders, who won four in a row also. And the Canadians did it twice. But the most impressive that I ever saw or heard of was, <laughs> of all teams, to the North Carolina Tar Heels women's soccer team won nine championships in a row. So I thought, you know, since, you know, Sharon wants to give love to the women, hey, nobody has done more than that. Give them their props. But anyway, I, like I said, Cheryl, Cheryl was the girl. I mean, four straight titles, uh, unprecedented in the WNBA. I just, you know, I really they got the WNBA on the map, and that and that was that was a team that was just so good, and 
and and and and, and women's basketball it's come a long ways but i just i don't even remember a better team than that i don't remember a better team thank you <laughs> you're welcome sir sharon who you said again i'm sorry i said it's, it's cheryl swoops just like he mentioned he she was the star of those four championships in a row with the Houston Comets. Um, she, she played 13 seasons across three teams. She's a four-time champion, three-time league MVP, six-time All-Star, one-time All-Star MVP, seven-time All-NBA, three-time WNBA Defensive Player of the Year, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, three. And then she was, then she was an NCAA champ. She won Olympic gold. That's a that's a feather in her cap too. But we're talking about WNBA. She, I mean, she she was to me she was better than Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper was great, but Cheryl had an edge for me. She had the edge for me. Even her her stats are a little better, and, and she just, I mean, four in a row, four championships in a row, and you were instrumental in all four. You were the leader in all four. You were the you were the driving force in all four. In a young league, nah, it's it's Cheryl Swoops. Um, just to echo what you said, um, Cheryl Swoops at that time, the the Chicago Bulls thought about signing her as the first woman to play in a male's league, and yeah. I was so for that. I wanted to see her play in the NBA. It never happened, but just a sidebar. That that was that was certainly a thought and a lot of people thought it was going to happen. So give her a lot of credit as well. That's a true testimony to her testament to her greatness. I have forgotten about that, uh, Mr. Hargrove. So thanks for bringing that up because I have forgotten about that. So like it is. Yeah, I'm going with Tarafi. I'm a, I'm gonna say, uh, you know, some people say Diana Taurasi. You know, I just don't want to go with everybody saying I'm going with Taurasi. Somebody different. It's, so it's not. I mean, even her stats aren't even as good. But go ahead. I'm. I'm a. I would say. I would say Maya. Maya up, Moore. John, but go ahead, Dennis. I'm gonna say She's Maya the all-time, Moore. All-time leader in points right now. But go ahead and go ahead. I'm gonna be real. Since since Guru put his girl out there, I'm put my girl out there. Everybody knows the love I got for Candace Park. All right, that's, I'm just gonna say that. Right. Oh hell no, bro! Uh, yeah. Skylar Diggins, my favorite, the best looking. Calm down. Oh, right now, right now cool. Calm down, sir. No, I just had to get my favorite in there too. That's no, all. you didn't. He was talking. Let him finish. Thank you, Rashawn. Candace Park is like number 15, 12, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> right. I mean, in terms of players, yeah, she is. She's like 12. I agree with that. She could slide in the top 10, but. But I, I that's why I said Maya Moore, but I, everybody knows how much I love Candace Park. So my, my top five is Maya Moore is five. Lisa Leslie is four. Tamika Catchings is three. Diana Tarazi is two. And Cheryl Swoops is one. That's my top five. Well, yeah, wait, where's Rebecca Lobo? She's not top five. I guess do we have she, was, she, she, ball, she balled on Martin on the Martin show. She put she put in work. Okay. <laughs> we uh damn comments is deep. 
Sorry, you got this, John? Comments is deep up in here. No 112? Hell no, no 112, Will. Uh, he put y'all, y'all, no 112, but y'all got Destiny's Child. Don't be saying y'all, you better say, you better pick that I got person. Destiny's Child. Right. Yeah, I damn sure they ain't nowhere near my list. Nigga, yeah, you don't, you got a hatred for Beyonce. If you take, if you No, I don't like her, but I don't hate her. Kelly Rowland. Yeah, I like Kelly got killed if by you eliminate, uh, If you eliminate your hatred for Beyonce, you just well, go by hits. Destiny's no. Child is in there. No, the, I, I actually Destiny Child. As a matter of fact, Destiny Child be heat weight. I like Destiny Child better than Beyonce solo. I will agree with that. Their song, I like their songs better when they were in a group. Um, honorable mention: Juke said the Barge, Stylistics, Gap Band, Jodeci, Intro. I don't even know who Intro is. Ready for the world, great Juke. They ain't make my list, but that boy, that album, that one album is one of the greatest albums of Oh Sheila and and look, and, and they were better live than they were on on record. Yeah, for they all look like Rick James, bands, but yeah, they're one of those bands that you got to see them live. They used to come ready up to Michigan for the world. State. They used to come up to Michigan State all the time because they they came out of Flint. So okay. I, I've seen them. About 20 times in my yeah. life. Tonight was my jam. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. We got Harold. We got to mention a Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Uh, we got TLC, KC, and JoJo, not over Jagged Edge. Uh, somebody said B2K. I don't think so. Or at least I don't, I don't remember hearing it. Genesis. Phil, shout out to Phil Collins. Phil Collins was a bad white boy, though. I can't not lie. Top 10. Not yeah. top 10. KC and the Sunshine Band. If we were doing strictly no. bands, they would make it, not but not top groups. 10. Right. Not top 10. Um, no Way in Hell is Jacket Edge better than Boys the Men, says Aaron. I mean, I agree with that, but you know, teach his own. Um, Aaron, I mean, he said they sold more, but that's not what I go by, but I hear you. Um, he said, uh, Will said he's a lip guy, probably talking to Guru when <laughs> he mentioned lips. Um, Blaze said Boston in LA, I think he was talking about your championships. Uh, he called someone the female Jordan, maybe swoops. Uh, Derek said, Joanna Man is number one best female player. Juke said, Destiny's Child ain't over in Vogue. RSWV or TLC? Hell no. Destiny's Child, Bills should be a Buffalo's theme song. And then Juke said, nobody said they were top 10, Sharon. Just mentioning them. Who, whoever, who is he whoever talking he about? Mentioned earlier. Oh, I think one, of the group, one of the groups when you were like, which is top 10? You're ready, you just, ready for the world. Maybe ready for the world. Oh, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know who you talking about. Well, ladies about. and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all again for coming out to us each and every uh, weekend. If y'all want to see the show again, please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page, Ingrid Thinking Podcast. Um, I want to give a shout out to everybody that came in tonight, from Tom Bashan to the Chocolate Girl to Czar to the Sports Guru and my co-host, Ron Thomas. Um, and Donovan. And Oh, my fault. Donovan Popfly Podcast. I, don't, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Sean. But besides that, though, uh, everybody, God bless. Good night.